welcome back to the karma of all where we give advice guidance and support to those going through and healing from toxic karmic and traumatic relationship situations i of course am your host miss complexity and we are getting in today's subject come join me what's up fam we are back and this is miss complexity getting into today's read we are going to be discussing karmic soul ties and how to let them go now i find out that it is much easier to just skip through the whole thing and tell y'all that a karmic soul tie connection can be servered once you learn your lesson. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Honestly, letting go of your karmic soul ties, like I said before, karmic soul ties can be a challenge. Um, they also could be family members, friends, um, you know, people that you know. So, these karmic soul tides can be very challenging, but you could only s- server these tides when you learned your lesson. Now, remember, karmic soul tides are usually people in your life that have unfinished business from a previous life or you had unfinished business with them from a previous life. But somewhere in a situation of past lives, you ended up um, being with this person or somewhere in that nature, okay? Within your past life, Uh, that you ended up having to come back in this life to either fix the situation or not, okay? The way that you know you're dealing with the past life karmics is you're having reoccurring patterns and things. Things are happening over and over again. Unexplained phobias and fears. You are scared of this, scared of that. You have strong connections or aversions. Um, You have unexplained talents or skills, and you don't know where they come from. You also have intense emotional triggers. Triggers, oh boy. Triggers, man... I trigger so many people just by talking. I trigger so many people just by them hearing my name. Like, oh my gosh, will you shut up about her? (laughs) Anyway, what we're doing today is going into five ways to let go of your karmic soul tie. But like I said, you want to skip all the way to the end. It's simple. You will not. Release yourself from these karmic people or soul ties until you have learned your lesson. Period. Number one, 
self-reflection and awareness. Okay, so you have to know who you are, okay? And that's another thing about karmic soul ties. If they're not teaching you who you are, then it's obvious you're the one that's possibly the karmic, okay? Reflect on the nature of karmic soul ties and understand that the lesson and experiences associated with this connection is to help you gain awareness of the patterns and the triggers and the emotion that arise when it comes to this relationship or this situation. This is the first step in breaking the cycle. If you're looking to serve a tie, you first have to know that there is a tie, okay? There is a pattern. There is a negative pattern that you you keep going through over and over and over again. I think this week we talk about money. Let's say we're in a relationship and we're always broke. Why are we always broke? Why can't we ever pay the bills? Why do we have to keep asking my mama for money? I'm just using it as a scenario. Oh, if we want to talk stories, (laughs) that has happened to me Um, when I was younger, early 20s, starting out. uh, Things were great until I hooked up with my karmic. And then it was more like I always needed money. I always needed this. I always needed something. But before that, everything was hunky-dory and bills were paid and had no problems. But yeah. You have to realize that there is a problem, a pattern that keeps occurring. And then you got to find out where the heck the pattern start from. Like, what's the situation? Why we keep going through this? Let's fix it. Okay. But you have to be aware first. So self-reflection and awareness is important. And it is your very first step when trying to break. The soul tie cycle. Number two, acceptance and forgiveness. Oh boy. (laughs) There are people out there that will do things to hurt you. Now, if you see this happening repeatedly in your relationship, this is where you find that pattern. All right, you said you weren't going to cheat, but you did it again. You said you weren't going to cheat, and I caught you again. This is like the 16th time, bro. Come on. As a tourist, I'm going to tell you like this. Ain't no such thing as 16 times of cheating, and we know about it. Nope. (laughs) None of that happening. But you can accept the fact that they're going to be doing this. This is what they do. They cheat. Okay, gotcha. So, either you can do one of the two. Go out and cheat too. Let them go. And forgive them and move on. I take the later. Let them go. Forgive them and move on. That's going to help you. 
But acceptance of the situation and forgiveness, both yourself and the other person, you forgiving yourself for letting yourself be so stupid enough to see this fool cheat on you 16 times. <laughs> and you forgive the other person. You accept the fact that the other person is going to continue to cheat. Forgive them and let it go. Understand that the karmic tie served a purpose in your spiritual growth and forgiving any perceived wrongs or hurt. But this person kept doing you wrong. They kept doing you wrong. You kept taking them back. You kept taking them back. Ooh. Mommy of that movie, Ghost. Ghost um, Ship. When the situation kept happening over and over and over and over again. And they're, they're trying to find the culprit. Trying to find, okay, we got the pattern. We know what the pattern is. But we got to find the, the, the source of this pattern. So, in this movie, this is a foreign movie. So, in this movie, Ghost Ship. She was supposed to went to pick up her little kid, her son, her her son, who was special needs, and she ended up going on a boat cruise instead. The boat cruise, you know, um, there was an accident on the boat cruise. They got washed ashore or something, and a big ship came to pick them up. The ship is deserted, and on that deserted ship is the same person over and over and over again until she figured out why it keep happening over and over and over again. She can't get off this ship because she's supposed to went to go pick up her son from school. Towards the end of this movie, she finds out um, how to stop this situation from happening over and over again. And we end up finding out new parts of the movie every time what happened was she did pick up her son from school they got in a car accident her son died she died as well but she didn't die I don't know like their soul jumped out the body whatever I'm telling you guys this story because this is part of the acceptance and the growth and the pattern well, she couldn't figure out what to do after that. You know, like I said, she was in a car accident and jumped into a cab, um, went straight to the boat trip with her friends. And um, she had a choice right there to say, no, I'm not going to go. But instead, she said, yes, I'm going to go. And that was the choice. That was the culprit. After the accident, instead of going to heal, she jumped on this boat. And that's when she ended up on a ghost ship over and over again because she could have said and should have said, no, I just was in a car accident. I lost my son. And then, you know, 
life would have been better. But anyway, you forgive them. You forgive them. You forgive them. You see the repeated cycle. You accept their behavior. Okay, fine. They didn't. They didn't treat it. Umpteen time now. I accept this. I forgive you, so I can move the frick. So I can move on. <laughs> okay, and that is a part of your personal and spiritual growth. Okay. You don't hold on to it. I love that. My mom used to tell me that all the time. You don't stay there, Rosalind. But see, that's the thing. Um, and my little vibing self, before I cut cords with everybody, um, I kept going through this repeated patterns. Repeated patterns. Always being angry. Always being sad. Never being in the positive mode unless I was listening to music. But yes, learning how to accept and forgive. It's crucial in letting go. This doesn't necessarily condone the actions of the other person. Like I said, you accept the fact that that's what they do. They cheat. Good for you. All right. Since you cheat and I ain't about to cheat and I'm going to forgive you. And know that this is your, your DNA makeup. And then I'm going to check out. Deuces. I love you. And then you move on. And watch everything in your life start getting better. Because you left that karmic tie. Finally decided to go on that healing soul journey? Wonderful. Connect with your tribe. The others who are healing. Get more information. Get more techniques. Find the people who've been through it just like you. Who are ready to heal. Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com We're waiting for you. Number three, establish boundaries. That was one of the, the number one thing that was difficult for me when it came to me serving my karmic soul ties. That was the number three rule that was the hardest thing for me to do. Why? Because most of my karmic soul ties were with my family. Mothers, brothers, sisters, fathers, you know, kids. I, I mean, I had to cut everybody off. You know, some people cut off game real tight. Mine is now, it is real tight. You really, you really can't get <laughs> too much. <laughs> but, um... When I was going through my journey, yeah, no, this could be one of the hardest things for you to do, but it helps create boundaries with a specific person or multiple people. Like I said, it was family for me. This could involve cutting off contact, especially in a relationship that is toxic one day he keep cheating, she keep cheating, and you got to cut it off. But it's hindering your personal growth. This is the reason why you have to have 
strong, healthy boundaries. Because the minute that they know that you ain't screwing with them no more, is the minute they're going to come back and try to, but you know you love me. Remember that time? Love bomb you. Okay? That's what they do. Karmic ties, they want to love bomb you. Um, I tell you right now, like I said, I cut ties with my family. My mom has a good thing that she likes to do. She'll go back into the days and look at pictures and then send them to everybody and, and, and think, nope. Oh, nice pictures. I see the pictures, but I don't say nothing. Mm-mm. I see the pictures. I'll be like, dang, that's a sort of love bomb. Another love bomb that my son's father used to do. Now, he know how much the 90s hip-hop is to me. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have learned a lot of the 90s hip-hop movie. Maybe I would have. But he put a, he, he would always put that mess on. And it was like, I forget everything that he did. Everything. Not no more. Not no more. They would try to bring back old patterns and old um, ideas and things that y'all used to do when they know that it's going to hit your emotional soft spot. And that is a no-no. But if you have strong boundaries, they'll be able to do all of that and it won't phase you anymore. That's how you know it is time for you to focus on your own well-being and remove yourself from this energetic connection because the minute that they're trying to do this to you is the minute that they're trying to bring it real you back in so have those strong healthy boundaries up okay guys because it's really important or else they can smooth right on in to your emotions they'll touch it and they'll screw you back over and it's only for the last for a little bit you get you in again and then you are right back down the honeymoon stage and when that mess is over with for the next two three weeks they'll go right back to being the same person that they was and y'all right back being broke he right back to being cheating and yeah no healthy boundaries number four release rituals and practices okay there are certain things that you can do to help you stay on point. You learn how to meditate. Some people do that. Some people have rituals. I like to do moon rituals, and I'm teaching you guys that. Moon rituals and positive things that keep you practicing good, healthy, you know, energy. I mean, even writing, journaling, and things like that can help you. Because once you start writing things down, you're going to start to see the patterns. You ain't even going to have to ask the other person. You're going to start to see the patterns. Daily and daily, you write it down, something, and then you're going to realize, oh, my gosh, every time this happened, this happened. Every time I say no, he start acting like this. Every time I say no, she disappears for a couple of days what the heck you know what i'm saying 
So you'll start seeing things. You can write things down. People do so many things when it comes to rituals. There are different types of rituals and practices that you can use. Find a practice or ritual that can help you release the soul tie. Like I said, I like to do moon rituals. I like to write. I love to write. I love to release myself from anything that's negative. I don't want to be around negative people. If you start talking that negative stuff, it's like going right back to being where I just healed from. And that's a no-no. So you can um, meditate, use energy clearing exercises, um, sage your house, things that you can do all kinds of things to uh, make yourself feel better and um, release karmic vibes, karmic and negative vibes from your area, okay, write a letter, um, write a letter, then burn it, write a letter and put it to where they can see it, <laughs> you know, they'll read it and leave it there, act like they ain't read it, you know, that's what one of my, my, um, karmics did, and, um, just, it's interesting things like that, you know. These things are needed in order for you to let go of your karmic soul tie. Number five, and the final one, focus on self-healing and growth. Do not focus on, oh gosh, he cheated again. Do not focus on, oh man, we broke again. Do not focus on the stress, the struggle. That is the whole key to the karmic. They're trying to keep you in that negative state. Keep your mind at a low vibing state so you cannot heal. Man, I tell you. Direct your energy towards self-healing. That is why I teach karmic self-healing. When I figured it out, <laughs> it was a miracle. Boy, I tell you, half the things that people could do to me, they can't do to me anymore because I figured it out. And then I started my personal growth, my spiritual growth. And then I started to see how many people was hating that. I mean, my entire freaking family came against me. Because I decided not to be sad no more, not to feel lonely no more, not to be in not to be dependent on them anymore, not to, you know, stay stuck in that low vibe and crying all the time. Um, I'm never gonna do this, it's never gonna work out, and blah 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 blah. Man, if you don't get up out of that negative state, start your self-healing and growth. You can do that with me. I am a karmic certified karmic self healer. Okay. Um, I am helping to guide you guys through all of these things that I talk about. I've been through them. I cannot tell you guys something about something that I've never been through. So focusing on activities that make you feel good. Like um, basketball or whatever it is that I like to do. Music was my thing. So I don't know about y'all. Dancing. 
um, hobbies that make you feel good. Positive hobbies, people, not finding somebody to have sex with so you can get over John Doe the third. You know, none of that. I'm talking about loving yourself, healing yourself, growth, spiritually and personally. This is going to make your karmic soul tie mad. Period. But then, like I said, you need this in order to move forward. Right? Even though they're going to be stressed out, either they're going to get on board or they're going to do whatever it takes to bring you back to that karmic situation or make you feel bad about it. I can't stand it. Keep moving forward, y'all. Keep moving Have you saved your seat? We're entering into a new moon phase. And this phase is going to bring us to learning the new moon rituals. Where we're going to find out and try to understand moon rituals, moon phases, how to create our own rituals, the elaborate tools that are used to create our rituals. And we're going to enter into moon manifestations. So if you're ready to enter into this wonderful, mysterious world, then please, RSVP your seat. Time is limited and so are the seats. So please visit the website www miscomplexityllc.com It is free only for those who sign up. No one else will be able to enter into this elaborate mysterious world. So if you're ready be sure to join us. You can find the information in the show notes below. See you there. That letting go of karmic soul tie is a gradual process. It does not freaking happen overnight. It does not happen overnight. You ain't getting this relationship overnight. It ain't gonna happen overnight. Okay? It's a gradual progress. And like I said, especially if it's with family like I had. I grew up from a child, child, baby, baby with these people. And it wasn't until I hit my 44th year that I knew I had to change. (sighs) Took a long time. But I lost my home. I lost my kids. I lost everything but my sanity and My love for myself started to grow stronger. My love for the Most High God Creator started to grow stronger. You know how they say he takes everything away from you? You have to hit rock bottom until you can find your way up. So you can find your way up. So when I started cutting everybody off, 
you know, and I was, it was a couple of people I thought I could keep. Nope. God was like, you have to do this. The number one person that I did not do it with was my son's father until last year, 2023, September. And that was when I had to say no more. No more. And ever since then, my life has been getting better and better and better. Ever since then, because I've got like, well, who is am I still holding on to? What karmic ties am I still holding on to? I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking. I stopped doing all these things. Anything that was low vibing, I had to stop. Then my eyes were open. Then I could see the, the pattern. Then I could see... Uh, you know, forgive people and move forward. You know, it it is. It, it takes a lot. It's not a easy process, but it is a definite positive one once you let it go. Once you get over these karmic soul ties, okay. Once you actually let them go, it's essential to be patient, though. You have to allow yourself to heal and let these things unfold naturally. You're going to get downloads. You're going to get visions. You're going to have beautiful dreams, scary dreams. And you also will be needing to learn more about yourself. You're going to learn so much more about yourself. You're going to start loving yourself. All of this happens when you take the karmic soul tie and release yourself. Now, with everything I tell you guys, y'all know how I do. Each person's journey is different. What might work for you may not work for them. I get that from my father. But do what resonates and what feels good to you. Like I said, this is not a race. This is you healing, you growing, and you finding the best in yourself. So, the five ways to get rid and let go of soul, karmic soul ties is learn the self reflection and awareness, learn the patterns, acceptance and forgiveness, accept they do what they do, forgive and move on, establish boundaries. Learn how to cut them ties, put up the boundaries so they can't come back, and release rituals and practices. Start doing things that you love to do that make you feel good about yourself, and your mind will not be on them. And focus on your self-healing and growth. Once again, this is Miss Complexity, and I hope I heard help you guys today and you've learned something more like how to release these and there you have it thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the karma of it all where we give advice guidance and support to those going through toxic karmic and traumatic relationship situations of course i am your host miss complexity and as always each one teach one remain true too you. Deuces!